This new Hampshire Motor Speedway weekend betting recap on edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Circa Sports. Circa Sports is back with Circa Survivor and the Circa Millions Contest. $14 million up for grabs. Get all the details right now at CircaSports.com. Drivers, start your Wrap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing things. now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody zeeb And what a day to be talking about racing things. Of course, it is the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez. Cody, happy race Monday. Happy 30 to 1 day, baby. Yes, let's go. I got my uh, Martin Truex Jr. hat. It's it's really hard to see on the way my lighting is, but uh, it's my 19 hat, so I was going to wear it, but that's okay. Oh, man, Rod, what a weekend. We did it. 30 to 1. We hit both race winners. And Rod, we were one position away in the IndyCar race from hitting. What was, oh, I got to find it now. What was the parlay I gave out on the Friday show? If Alex Pelot would have won that race, oh man, what a weekend it would have been. I yeah. gotta find. I yeah, that IndyCar race I'll was so very frustrating. I mean, we we hit some good stuff on oh, that one, but of course it 14, was fourteen thousand three hundred. Yeah, Polo finishes one spot. Oh no, wait, that was William Byron in that one. Yeah, that, that was Byron. Byron. So, yeah. That, all right, I feel a lot better. <laughs> that one didn't matter, anyways. But thirty to one, Truex and John Hunter, fucking beautiful. It was great. What a good weekend. Great racing too. I mean, short track package just sucked recently here. Not so much today. I mean, I understand Truex led 200 laps, right? But there was really good racing throughout the field, and he never really ran super far away. He'd get some leads, but obviously we get the late cautions, and and it was close at the end. They made a sweat for it. Oh, my goodness. How many times has Truex – I think they said it on the broadcast. They think they said he swept both stages 13 times and only won six of those races. I knew it was going to happen. I knew he was going to not win that race after all that. Oh, man, a sweat for sure, but uh, oh, it was beautiful. It was, it was a lot of fun to watch. I mean, we did see a little bit of everything all weekend long throughout the Xfinity race and even through this race today where it was, you know, Martin Truex Jr. out to a four or five second lead and just this gigantic lead. But behind him, everybody was two, three, four wide in some spots and trying to jockey for position. And then, of course, you know, cautions bunch everything back up again. And then you get the fight to the end. You've got to see Martin Truex Jr. fight through a couple of different cars to get back to the front like I mean, he had his fair share. It wasn't just a, a drive, a Sunday drive, or a, even a Monday drive in the park. He had to work for that win. And I'm here to tell you, Cody, I, we talked a lot about last season, him being retired, right? I mean, we joked tons of times about Martin Truex being retired. I don't think he wants to retire now, first and foremost. Second of all, like, this guy wanted it. You could see every single time that he was in the lead, whether he was two or three cars back, like, he wanted this win, and I don't know how much more a driver could want to win than him today. Yeah, I think it was Dale Jr. mentioned on the broadcast that Truex fired his engine up before the command. Like He was so ready to go. He was so ready to get this. Uh, and yeah, I mean, just from the, from the drop of the green, he was clearly the best car, uh, but it was not an easy day for him. There was plenty of adversity, plenty of things he had to go through and around. It is funny. We joked last year he was retired, right? Would not touch him. With a 30-foot pole, we wanted nothing to do with him. I think I bet on him an outright one time. I kicked myself. I was like, don't ever let me do that again, Rod. It was horrible. I said he'd have to win before we'd bet on him. He won this year. Now that's twice this year. He's cashed a 30-to-1 or more ticket for us. 
if, if you're tuning in and you don't know the whole story, he was seven to one to win, which he gave out as well. So hopefully you got that. Caesars had a boost, and this is why you listen to all the shows because we gave this out on the Xfinity Series show. Actually, uh, the boost came out after we'd recorded the Cup Series picks. Saw it. It was John Hunter Nemechek to win the Xfinity Series race. Martin Trucks to win the Cup Series race on Sunday or Monday, I guess in this case, uh, thirty to one. That's the big one that hit. Um, but twice this season now, Trex has cashed a thirty to one or more ticket for us with this thirty-five to one for us at Sonoma a couple of weeks ago. Man, we're uh, we're hitting that summer stretch rod. It's uh, not a lot of winners here lately. Big Corey Heim hit last week. Kind of uh, we're kind of getting in the in the stretch, right? We've we talked about how we've got the baseline now. We kind of know where everybody's at. We know how things are going, and uh, yeah, time to just keep uh, keep keep this heater rolling. And the thing about it, too, is that obviously we talked about we're hitting outrights, but we've also been hitting a lot of good uh, sub supplemental bets on top of that. Positional bets, head-to-head bets. We'll talk about that in a minute. But, yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of good stuff happening this summer. Cannot wait to continue rolling with it. But got to take a second to tell you about Circa Millions and Circa Sports in general. Circa Millions and Circa Survivor are back you want $14 million in guaranteed prizes? Well, they're up for grabs with Circa, Survivor, and Circa Millions. Circa Millions, the way you play, you get five NFL picks against the spread each week. Circa Survivor, you pick a different money line winner each week and hope you advance and survive. Best part about this, enter from Vegas and play anywhere you want to play. From your bathtub in a state that not is not gambling legal. From the Redwood Forest to the Gulfstream Waters. Oh, wait, no, that's a different song. Anyways, uh, Sports Gambling Podcast is going to be in... The uh, Las Vegas area at the last week of August, so make sure you get out there. Circa Sports is where you find all the details for this. It is circasports.com. All right. Rye Cape in the Rye. chat. What's good, What's fellas? Up, he Rye? says, great race for the bankroll. Yes. Oh, yeah. You had me on a week too late, Rye. I was on his uh, NASCAR report last Sunday for Atlanta. Missed my picks on that one, but... Uh, Oh, we hit a big this week. Hey, but listen, we already talked about Atlanta and the volatility of Atlanta. New Hampshire, we said we're going to get back to normal. And for the most part, we got back to normal. Obviously, we talked about uh, your big hit there from 30 to 1. Uh, and like like Cody said, you got to listen up and down. Every week, there's something different. Every show, there's something different because news comes out differently. Odds shift a little bit better. And, you know, we always try to keep you up to date on, on what we're doing. In fact, even our underdog picks for this, we... We hit some fantastic underdog. I mean, Brad Keselowski finished higher than 13th and a half. Hill finished better than 10 and a half in your Xfinity. Uh, Logano finished better than nine and a half. Briscoe finished better than 14 and a half, didn't he? I think he did. That's He was a top 10 finish. Yeah, yeah he was top 10. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and then, of course, Hamlin, the one that was like, eh, he finished lower than five and a half. Uh, the yep. only one that didn't hit, I think, was William Byron at over eight and a half. So, yeah. But it was a frustrating day for that 24 pretty, field altogether. It's pretty good to hit five of the six. And again, you can only enter up to five. So mm -hmm. if you pick, pick the right five, right, you got to get the right combo. But you can do, they have an insurance play too, where you got to get four of the five correct. You can do three of them if you want. I mean, different things. So definitely check out Underdog with that. Uh, obviously, you can use the the promo code we have. And then, uh, man, that's going to be fun. I think we're, we're definitely going to have to keep working that into the, the DFS show every week from now on because... Uh, that was a lot of fun to play. Yeah, it, it's a staple for sure. I mean, like I said, uh, it was five out of six hit. That was that was fantastic. But the bets, that's where we're at. That's where we wanted. Uh, I mean, and look, so like you said, 30 to one hit for you on the other two. We had some pretty good hits. Unfortunately, Eric Almarola, man, and I love it because I was listening back to what you were talking about, and you're like, you'll be surprised at how well Almarola runs. And you know what? I was, for the better part of the I, race, you were surprised. I was kicking myself yeah. so hard. He is running second place, like mm -hmm. just on pure speed, running second place. And I'm like, God damn it. I bet Eric Almarola every time we come to New Hampshire, he cashed for me two years ago. I didn't do it this time. What was, why did I not do this? Obviously, the big mistake late by the crew. And he felt it too. He said it. Did you get them all on? And the crew chief said, yes. The crew chief lied. The tire goes flying off. Oh, man. Heartbreak for Eric Amarola. Right in front of the field, too. Crazy. Oof. But, uh, man, I was sad that I was not on him more. I did have a couple plays. Like you said, I had him over uh, Daniel Suarez at uh, minus 110. Obviously missed that because of that. And I'm a top 10 at plus 140. Both of those bets were absolutely the correct bet. Easily would have cashed. Unfortunate ending as the tire picked a fine time to leave him. 
Uh, but uh, that's how it goes sometimes. Yeah. But if Eric Amarola is back next year, load up on him again in New Hampshire. He has just got that track figured out. Well, he's got that track figured out. His pit crew did not, unfortunately. That's the that's the frustrating part. That's, he's not the only one either. Christopher Bell, same different different driver, same story there. Man, he was so fast, and they just they just shot themselves in the foot. And we talked about it, right? We we knew that he was going to be good, but we mentioned based on where he was priced at, just none of the bets made any sense. And them being the favorite, deservedly, right? We figured he'd be one of the fastest cars. Comes out, he's fast in practice. He qualifies in the pole. Everybody thinks it's going to be the Bell Show, and it had a chance to be. I mean, Truex passed him early. I think the two of them probably would have shared a lot of that throughout the day if, if Bell's pit crew didn't keep screwing him over, but then just loses it late. Almost cost Martin Truex to win. I love Truex. Did you hear Truex on the radio? He goes, I think we should have a new company policy. When one of us is leading, you're not allowed to spin out by yourself. <laughs> I thought that was a, a great line. He was. Uh, I think he had the same reaction on the radio as I did. Like, Jesus, just stop. What are people doing? Just stop wrecking. <laughs> well, and he, I mean, for Truex, he probably was like, just throw the checkered now. We're going to we're gonna yeah. call this a day. I, I I'm started done. praying for the rain. I was like, all right, just <laughs> we're good. Uh, well, what about Blaney, too? Blaney, pit crew, his pit problems also as well. I mean, listen, you don't run over, especially on a two-tire stop, you don't run over the hose. Like, you make sure the hose is yeah, gone. I, man, that's just critical mistake, and I don't know. I have to watch it again. I guess I don't know if the guy just didn't get the hose back across quick enough or he went too soon. But man, that, I mean, he's probably the guy who could have challenged Truex the most for that win. Uh, and yeah, got, man, was uh, was fast, which we talked about, right? It was going to be Gibbs Toyotas that were going to be fast. Fords were going to be fast. Stuart Haas was going to be good. All of those things were correct. Gibbs Toyota dominated. Obviously, they started on the front row. Fords were very good. They took quite a few of the top positions. Stuart Haas cars were very good. Uh, Priest didn't, and Almirola obviously didn't get the the uh, finishes that they had probably deserved because of the last uh, uh, Priest was got caught up with with uh, McDowell there at the end on the last. I think that was the last lap. And then obviously we touched on Almirola's deal, but I mean otherwise you had two top ten finishes and Chase Briscoe in tenth, holding on to that barely, and Kevin Harvick in fourth. And then Logano in second, Keselowski in fifth, like exactly in the first top Ford or top Chevrolet. Oh, I guess Larson was third. And then it was Austin Dillon in ninth. Like this, this was exactly how we thought this would play out. And it pretty much did. Yeah. And pit strategy had a lot to do with what Austin Dillon was able to do as well. Talk about Chevy's troubles and Ford successes. Well, Cal F and Bush did not get himself. Uh, that dude, he suffered from the get go, spun out on his own. Did not finish wicked, better than Kevin Harvick. Wicked was the term that came across his radio multiple times. Yeah, it was pretty he bad. He was not happy. Yeah, that eight car <laughs> that eight car was slipping and sliding around. There was no... and it, I mean, it was a bad qualifying effort. It was just a bad weekend for Kyle altogether. Just chalked that up to a terrible weekend. I mean, obviously, Kevin Harvick found something uh, and was actually able to to run well. He finished fourth, uh, and definitely Kyle Busch did well, they not They played the strategy better. right at the end. Yes, too. oh, absolutely. By uh yeah when he when he stayed it out there at the end and kept himself in position but yeah rough day for for Bush you got it at plus money so I mean there is that uh, but yeah just a miss on that one yeah that one didn't work I had uh, Byron over Elliott minus one ten William Byron I mean early on like it's Byron and Truex one two and I'm like all right here we go this is looking good and then I don't know what happened to Byron but. He was missing at the end of that race. I mean, it just, he looked fast early and looked like he could be one of the guys that could challenge. And then he ends up coming home in 24th. Like he's just getting lapped all of a sudden. And I don't know if I missed something that happened. Well, there but, was, there was damage. He did take a little bit of damage, but I mean, it was pits. Yeah. It was, it was like just his car was not in the right place at the right time at all that race. And there was always something happening around him or something happening to him. Yeah, he just he just was not having a good. Whereas Kyle Busch, you know, didn't have a good car. William Byron just didn't have good circumstances. He had a good car, but when he got damaged, it, it hurt him even more. Yeah, he was just he was so fast early and then fell off. So unfortunately, I mean, as and Elliott was having a horrible day, like was losing to Chase Briscoe for the lucky dog late at one point, like and then got lucky on the wave around, and then they got the quick caution, and that helped all those guys that had gotten that wave around. Uh, but man, 
it's time to start sounding those alarm bells for Elliot. Uh, like Dale Jr. said on the broadcast at the end there, is looking like his point yourself in window is about to shut and he's gonna have to get a win here in the next we got six more races to the playoffs so gonna be interesting to see if that number nine car misses the playoffs because that would be a crazy storyline yeah and again for him it's just you gotta you gotta bounce back at some point and you keep saying he's got a win to get in win to get in again even that window is sort of closing a little bit because He's just, he's not fast enough to win every single week like he used to be. And it's, it's I'm sure well, yeah, it's frustrating. He just, man, he just doesn't, like, he's not, I, I mean, I don't think it's just driver error. Like, he's just not fast. And, I mean, Larson hasn't won since early this season. Like, Byron's been so good and so fast every week, though, other than this week. But, I, man, I don't know. And, yeah, I mean, it's, it's really, you got a couple of road courses, so that's obviously big for him. Pocono here, he technically won that race last year after finishing third. Uh, but of course that was when Denny Hamlin, a couple of guys got disqualified, uh, Richmond. I don't think he's great there. That's more of a, a JGR track, Michigan. Maybe he's got a chance there, but Indy road course, Watkins Glen. Those are, those are his big chances. And then Daytona, a Daytona race is going to be crazy. Rod, the way things are shaping up the way this, uh, this playoff picture looks right now, Michael McDowell's in by one point Suarez and Almondinger sitting right outside of it. Bubba Wallace is only in by two points. Gibbs is only 41 out. Bowman's 42 out. Like, if we get any more winners below that cut line, oof, gonna be uh gonna be a fun one. I will definitely be front row center for how this all plays out. Cannot wait for the next few weeks to happen. But hopefully you followed along with us and you can't wait for next week to play some underdog fantasy. We got to you, or brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Best Ball Mania 4 is here. Underdog Fantasy is giving away $15 million in prizes. As you already know, Underdog Pick them, a great way to get down on your favorite NASCAR, MLB, and NFL player props. And of course, if you followed along with us, you hit five of the six, and you hopefully pick the right five, you won yourself some money this weekend as well. So many ways to win over on Underdog, and Underdog is available in so many states, as you probably already know. Head over to underdogfantasy.com right now. Use the promo code SGPN if you were waiting for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. JDK entering the chat, talking about it was a great race day. Yes, sir, JDK. It was a fantastic race day. And I love the chatter leading up to it. We had a lot of good chatter going on. You guys did. I I, I got to tell you, I, it's hard for me sometimes to pop in and out as much as I do. But I try to get in and talk to you. Uh, I, I definitely love each and every one of you. I read more than I write, but uh, definitely some fun. And, of course, Rye Cape says, the whole weekend was a moneymaker at New Hampshire. Yes, indeed, my friend, it was. And hopefully uh, you got down on this next bet, which was, Chris Buescher over Ryan Priest at minus 125. This one actually had me holding my breath for a while because, you know, Priest was down a lap, and, and I thought, okay, this is great because Buescher was usually, he was inside the top 15 at times, top 20 most of the day, and uh, and I thought, okay, well, this is in the bag because Priest is, is running a lap down, Buescher's in the top 15, and then, and then of course, uh, Priest gets back on the lead lap, he's battling Buescher, and uh, uh, oh, I was gonna put that up there too. Uh, and then he's, we both clicked on it at the same time. We sure did. Uh, and then he caught up with Busher, and then he got around him. So thankfully, Priest got into it at the end, and uh, and Busher was able to to finish fifteenth, where Priest was able to finish in twenty eighth, cashing that bet. Like I said, this was a sweat. And yes, JDK, I did tape the race. I just finished it a little bit ago before we went live. So uh, be kind and rewind. <laughs> to for the next person when I watched. Yes, exactly. Uh, Rye, he's calling a shot early. Hamlin is winning Pocono. Man, these JGR cars are tough. Uh, man, if, if Truex doesn't take it from him, could be could be a Hamlin thing. Maybe Truex goes back-to-back. Who knows? But uh, I had Chase Briscoe, top 10 plus 200. Again, Chase Briscoe is going to be good at short, flat tracks. Don't bet on Chase Briscoe this week at Pocono. He will suck. If I can have BJ McLeod against him in a head-to-head, I'll probably take it because he sucks everywhere but short flats. Was good this weekend, just like I expected. Plus 200 for the top 10. That did cash. Had him at top five, plus 700. This one had some real legs late. He was kind of 15th place car, 20th place car most of the day, but found his way up there at the end. 
had his chances. He was looking pretty good. He kind of was in the top five there for a hot minute on one of those restarts. I, I thought for a second, Rod, because I gave him out 80 to one to win. And uh, if we kept getting restarts, I think he was going to have himself in position there. One of those restarts, though, things didn't go well for him, and he slipped back a little. Held on to the 10th place to cash the bet for us. Didn't hit the top five, unfortunately, but uh, plus 200 for the top 10. We'll take that. Hey, and he came from a lap down, too. It, it was almost as if he, and in fact, yeah. he was the lucky dog, and which is why yeah. he able well, to. Yeah, and he fought, yeah. And they talked about that on the broadcast, like this could make a huge difference. And, and most of those guys in the lucky dog caught a break, too, because they ended up getting the wave around on the quick caution, but it's still, he fought and kept that that uh, lucky dog position ahead of a guy like Chase Elliott, and it paid off for him, ends up with a top 10 finish, which he probably won't see until the next flat track again. <laughs> yeah, again, it was just, and then pit strategy for Briscoe, like there was a lot that played into it, and you know, sometimes we're when we talk about these finishes, it's not always about the speed, it's always about the, the sometimes it's just luck, and, and Briscoe had everything fall the right way for him to be able to, and then the speed to stay within the top 10 because there was a lot of fast cars nipping at his heels. Uh, not, not one of them though was AJ Allmendinger. Boy, poor Dinger just did not have a good day. He did not start. Well, he started 14th inside the top 15, which is okay. But unfortunately he just didn't have the, the card of challenge. He finished 19th, got nicked up in a couple of spots. It's just, I mean, he, he was so far into the pack and that pack was not playing nice. And it's hard to it's hard to do it, especially when you're an aggressive driver like him and you don't want you just want to bull your way up to the front when people, you know, aren't doing it and, and they're not letting you, then that's that's the day we're at for AJ Almendinger. So that was not even close at top five or the top ten rather, but yes. Yeah, and he was one he was the first guy that spun out right there as the competition caution was about to come out. He and caused the competition. Kind of, yeah, <laughs> kind of put himself behind. Rye says, tape, are we in 1995? Yes. Yes, we've discovered that Rod still has a VCR player. A Betamax. He had to explain, had to, explain to me what a VCR player was, but, <laughs> uh, you know, it's whatever. It's, he, Rod's old, so I am. It, it is what it is. <laughs> I am ancient. I Like I said, I still got my beta. It's somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> okay, that I don't really know what it is. I had I did have a VCR when I was a kid. So beta beta was the that. oldest. Beta was the, so there was a VHS. And then there was a beta. So VHS was the brand. And, the and blue, oh, yeah, like the Blu-ray version or something. Basically, but beta <laughs> came before it. Beta was like the old, uh. the first version of a VHS. And if you were poor like me, you had a beta. And then if you were the the rich okay. yuppie type, you had a VHS. So well, uh, there's your history lesson for the day. Kids. I'm just saying that's 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 <laughs> what it was. Uh, I had the Almirola top ten. We already <laughs> talked about that. You had Daniel Suarez for a top ten. Ugh. That- it had legs at uh, well, that point. It happened at the beginning, and then and then Suarez didn't, and then of course you know he cycled back up because uh, of pit strategy. Take out! I thought he was going to take out Truex on that one it was spot. Close. Oh man, he was real close. He was real close to us not mentioning his name on this podcast mm, forever, <laughs> forever. But yeah, Suarez couldn't hang on to it. He tried, he tried the pit strategy. It didn't happen. Rice sold his N sixty four today. Congrats, buddy. I hope they gave you enough to at least buy a couple of good like drinks. An antique at this point, right? So uh, maybe you got something for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had William Byron to win a couple of groups on Caesars. Yeah, he did not win these groups. No. Uh, I mean, we talked about it. He just didn't. Uh, and it's the tale of two. Like, he was so good early. I, again, things just, like you said, it just didn't go in his favor. And, man, it just, just didn't work out. Um, the first group would have been more achievable at points. Uh, Kyle Busch obviously wrecked out. Kevin Harvick ended up recovering and having a decent day with a good finish. He was the one that obviously killed it for him. And then Elliott still finished ahead of, of Byron, but didn't have a good day at all. So uh, it had legs, but obviously in the end did not uh, did not pan out. No, sir. But something that did pan out was Joey Logano finishing inside the top five. We had that at plus 220 over on Bet365. Logano finishes in second. What a what a day! I mean, obviously for Logano, it was just he, he was there and he was hanging around and he was not necessarily part of the conversation, right? People were talking about uh, they were talking about Truex, they were talking about Bell, they were talking about everybody but Logano. And at the end of the day, I mean, he just ran his way up to second. Like Blaney was there, Blaney had his pit trouble. Logano kind of benefited from that, but 
look, Joey, and then and then at the very end, I mean, it wasn't like he was ever going to catch Truex. And if he did catch him, it's not like he could pass him because it takes you about four or five laps to make a pass on this track. So, I mean, he was running out. But, I mean, you know, we, this this is the Crayola 30 or 310. Crayola 301. 30, well, it's, <laughs> I'm saying if it was a 310, if it was the oh, 320, yeah. we might have been talking about Logano winning this one. But uh, it was the 301. Did Rick Allen keep forgetting that it was the 301? Yes. Yes, he did. Because he kept saying the Crayola 301. <laughs> like it was always like tacking the one on at the end. And I was like, is he doing that on purpose? Or did he just forget every time that it was the extra one? I he got the elbow every time. He was like, the Crayola 300 and Crayola. one. Crayon, I guess it was. Yeah. Crayola, but <laughs> crayon. Whatever. Not even crayon related, but no, different no. crayon. I, so I see. Look at it. You need to need me. It's like crayon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Crayon, not Crayola. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Logano, man, I, I'm telling you, that was. Uh, we, I knew he was going to be fast here. I, I knew that he was going to be able to to get in there. And, and at plus 220, that was a good price for his top five. Yeah. For winners, uh, let's jump to the SRX real quick. I did give out Harvick at plus 700, Newman at plus 800. Hamlin boy. Oh, Ryan Newman, if the rain would not have come, I think he was going to chase Denny Hamlin down. Disappointingly, that race ended early, so we did not catch that. They're going to be back at the same track this weekend for uh, Thursday Night Thunder again. So. Stay tuned. We'll have more SRX bets. I did put some head-to-heads in the Discord. They didn't do great either. But, uh, hey, now we've got a week. It's going to be some different players this week. So uh, maybe if they get those out to us early, we can talk about them on the podcast again. I gave out William Byron 14-1. to 1. Looks good early. But uh, just, again, you know, Briscoe 80-1 to 1 for where he finishes, for him being up there late. Cautions breed cautions. If it gets really chaotic at the end there, if if a uh, Logano or Larson dive bombs and takes out Truex and Logano in the process, uh, then there's a chance Briscoe slips through and gets a win. Right, eighty to one for a guy that finishes in the top ten, running in the top five at the end. I'll take it. Uh, and then of course Martin Truex Jr. seven to one. That was uh, that was the play I was going to be on, no matter what his price was. I talked about that. I just had a feeling it was Truex's week in New Hampshire. Luckily, that feeling paid off and uh, paid big. 7-1 for Truex to win. Well, and, of course, the Monday narrative holds true for Martin Truex yes. Jr. Like, there's a reason that it's the narrative, and it's the narrative because it's the narrative. So, go yep. Martin yeah, Truex. Yeah, I told my buddy, shout out, to, shout out to my buddy Mark this morning. I seen him, and he goes, Who, who's going to win today? And I go, Mondays are for Martin, buddy. It's going to be a good one. Hey, and, I uh, told uh, Moon off, Moon off, Manji from the uh, from the NFL, from the NBA, from whatever. Sh- every like every other show that's not yeah, and <laughs> every other show that's not NASCAR. Moon off texted me today, and he says, "What's the play?" And I told him, I said, "Well, uh, you know, it's Martin Truex," and he was like, "Okay, say no more." Yep, Mondays are for Martin, and uh, man, he's just he's so good on Monday for whatever reason. He's got like five or six wins on Monday, I think it's ridiculous. But hey. Knows how to do it. He showed up. He was ready to play. Somebody's got a case of the Mondays, but it ain't Martin Truex. <laughs> it wasn't Martin Truex Jr. <laughs> uh, I, I had Brad Keselowski as the winner. Was it 22 to 1 that I gave him out at? And this was a good play. Hey, he finished fifth. He was never going to contend for the win, but he dif- he definitely had a top five car. Uh, and, and you know, again, at 22 to 1 to finish fifth, that's not bad. That, that means that he did some driving. He had the wheels behind it. He started ninth, so he moved up four spots, but... Uh, a good day for Brad Keselowski. You'll take that that top five finish for him. Uh, let's see. JDK says, is SRX like the WWE of motorsports? Like random cautions to make it more exciting. Soon they'll toss oil on the track or drivers tossing chairs out the window. Hey, listen, SRX hey, is like Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah, it is. We did we tell told you, you last week. It's it's built to be a show or more, right? And then mm-hmm. I said there's going to be cautions. They If it gets too boring they will throw a caution to make it more exciting so not completely scripted like the wwe is but it's uh i mean yeah it's it's got it's got its uh things and that was that was the warning when you're gonna bet on it and and you can take advantage of that because you can get guys with longer numbers like a newman when they have the same exact car it's just the the level of the driver in there and things pan out correctly it, it could have gone a different way, but 
yes, it is uh, similar to the WWE of motorsports in a way. <laughs> so actually, JDK, what they're going to start doing is, I don't know if you remember the old Nintendo game Spy Hunter. Uh, they're going to make all of that happen with uh, spikes on the wheels. Uh, they're going to have machine guns and smoke screens and uh, oil slicks. So yes, that's coming soon. Rycape wants yeah. to know how many more races does Truex win before the playoffs? Cody, the number to answer is? Well, let's go through it. Pocono next week. He was the guy who finished second last year, right? That got disqualified with, with Hamlin. So he could win that. Richmond, JGR heavy, very similar to New Hampshire. He could win that. That's two. Uh, Michigan, probably not. Indy road course, probably not. Watkins Glen, he's been very, very good there over the years. That's potentially three. And we know he doesn't win on super speedways. So up to three of these next six races, he could easily win. I'm going to say he wins at least one of them, maybe two of them. I'll say one. There's a lot of head hunting right now, now, especially with Martin Truex Jr. picking up steam. Like there's, there's going to be a lot of people but that don't you get a see guy him. like that going. I mean, ooh, everything is good in that guy's life right now. Things are just rolling. He doesn't have anything to worry about. He got the monkey off his back getting back to victory. He's been to victory lane four times this year. Three official races he's won, but he won the clash to open up the season. Things are rolling. Him and James Small seem to have figured things out because they were button heads for a long time. There's a lot of questions on whether that was a good relationship. They seem to have hit something now. He's rolling good. You know, these next two tracks they're going to are are very good for JGR. They're very good for Truex. Man, it's uh these odds this week are gonna be very interesting to see because I, how is Trix not the favorite this week? I, you would think he probably has to be. Maybe it'll be Hamlin, but uh, if it's Larson, that would be ridiculous, I think, at this point. But, yeah, I don't know. And speaking of Larson, too, make sure you're following us on Twitter, in the Discord. Follow our picks on Tally site because after qualifying, Larson ended up being 6-1, to one, which he should not be on a track like this. It's not a super speedway. He should never be 16-1. to one. So I added that on my tally side picks, and I tweeted it out. I put it in the Discord, and man, he was right there. He had a chance at the end. Ended up finishing third, second on that last restart. Uh, so yeah, make sure, of course, listen to the show and get all our picks here. But follow us later in the week too, because we record these a lot of times on Tuesday, and, and things change. And after we get, you know, different lines and stuff after practice and qualifying, and and can make adjustments on the fly. Yeah, and for Larson, I mean, again, he was almost a no a non factor for most of the race as far as competing for the win until the end like it was it was a lot of him fighting around in that 10th position that seventh position and then of course all of the pit strategy started to play their way out he yep. managed to get somewhere close to the front and and make a run for it i mean albeit a, a very uh not not long run yeah. for it but he, he made a run he for had it. chances yeah there was one or two there so yeah. uh all right well i mean it's hard to say goodbye to new hampshire when it was so good to us uh yeah. for the cup series but let's turn our attention to the Xfinity race that happened. But first, let me introduce you to one of my favorite shows on the network. Hey, everybody. If you play fantasy football, especially in auction leagues. And or you're a whiskey fan. Yes, exactly. Check out the Sports Gambling Podcast fantasy football channel show, Old Fashioned Football. Coming to you every Tuesday morning, give us a listen. We'll bring you the latest fantasy football data, including... The injury report. Studs and duds. Waiver wire targets. And suggested fab. Market movers. After all, we are the Marks. He is my hubby. And she's J. Mark's wifey. And we're bringing all this to you while drinking an Old Fashioned and giving you our honest review of a different whiskey every week all that and more hop on over give us a listen come for the football stay for the whiskey this ad's almost done going once going twice sold well cardi they wouldn't have been a 30 to 1 without the help of john hunter nimichek holding up his end of the bargain in the am better health 200 the xfinity race that happened it feels like forever ago but it just happened on saturday uh, obviously they didn't have to deal with the weather as much as the cup guys did uh but yes john hunter Numichek, before we bear the lead wins it dominating fashion 137 laps he led out of the 200 but as we were talking before we even started this live he wasn't even the best car and unfortunately i mean look unfortunately fortunately for the 30 to 1 that was absolutely fantastic but for the most of my bets, it didn't happen, and it wasn't very good for him. But, yeah, he still ended up leading 137 laps. Track position became super important on this track. Yes, Rye, real quick. Haha, uh -huh, you even pump out the ads on YouTube. 
Rod, these are all live reads that Rod does every time during while we're recording. I, I think maybe twice ever we've actually like pre he's pre-recorded or dropped them in later, but it's always live. So uh, Rod's Rod's good. He's he's uh, he's really good on on the ad read part of things. Shout out to the advertisers. They uh, keep keep the lights on, keep the bills paid, allow us to bring you thirty to one winners. But yeah, I mean, ended up being John Hernimacek's day. We talked about his odds right at plus two sixty. We thought he was going to be good. He was probably going to win. He's the most likely candidate, but it, at the odds, it just didn't seem like it. That's why we worked it in different ways to bet on him, and luckily, it kind of panned out exactly how we thought, but Allgaier was the guy, but just like in the Cup Series, even though maybe Bell was going to be the guy, they had the mistake. Was it what was his first? Was it speeding on penalty or pit road or leaving the equi- equipment, leaving the box, something, or did he... He drove past the line. Didn't yeah, he? he was pitting he drove on the past box. The line. That's yep. what it was. Yep. Yeah. So a mental mistake on the driver's part. The crew, you know, hit the car or he hit the lug nut, and that was enough to to trigger the penalty. Mistake like that, he ends up in the back. Then he ends up in the big one, and it ruins your day just like that. Um, so yeah, unfortunate for him. But it was this was a great race. Uh, John Hunter dominated most of the day, but there were still plenty of times throughout the day you thought other people were going to do it. Chandler Smith had his moments where he looked like he was going to do it. Um, Sammy Smith, oh my God, was fast at points. Could have, should have done better, but uh, yeah, just uh, this this was a great race. Austin Hill even looked alive at some points where maybe he was going to end up in victory lane. But a good race. The bets we did decent, right? Obviously, the thirty to one is going to be the highlight. Uh, this race definitely was not as good as Monday's race. Not even. Close. I started off with uh, Cole Custer over Josh Berry, minus 105. This one hit. Berry had flashes where he, or wait, did this one? No, this one did not hit because it had, yeah. Berry had flashes where he looked because of that last lap. Exactly. We got fucked on that last. That's not, what I'm saying. That last, last lap. lap slash not last lap. Rap. Yeah. And to clarify, so there was questions on this in the Discord. Creed did cross the line and. Th- what was it third or fifth or wherever? But that was the white flag line. Had that been the checkered flag line, it would have counted, and that's where he officially would have been. Because we've seen guys go across the, you know, Parker Kligerman went across the line backwards a couple years ago, or earlier the season it was rather. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, with there being one lap to go, they get sent to the end of of things and fucked multiple of these bets, including this one, because Custer was better than Barry, and Custer at points even you could have thought would have won this race. Barry had a flash where he was up front. I think that was more strategy than anything, but for the most part, he was kind of out to lunch most of the day, and things are just a little rough in the Barry camp. Um, and while we're on it, I had Justin Allgaier over Barry as well. Mm-hmm. Unlucky on both of these because they were the correct bets. Allgaier was clearly better. Custer was clearly better. Rex caught both these guys up. That's just going to happen in head-to-head sometimes and uh, and is how it is. Yeah, and of course, that last lap just basically annihilated a whole lot of stuff, too. And for me, I was pretty pissed off on that last one. I hate everything. I don't want to bet Xfinity anymore. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I do. Uh, oh, hey, and Rye, by the way, the, the ads on YouTube, it's because I am a lazy editor. And I like to take the audio that I record straight from where I record it from. And I don't have to edit it nearly as much as I do if I have to keep trying to put ads in afterwards. So uh, that's all me being lazy. So I like uh, I like yeah, we like notice. to give the 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 ad uh, the you know whatever. The, well, yeah, the sponsors of uh, their shout out. We got to give them their shout out. But yeah, exactly. I'm definitely a lazy editor. That's that's about 95 percent of the driving force behind that. Uh, you do all the work. I don't do none of it. So <laughs> I just show up and call it good. You just show up and and hit 30 to ones. You're you're the real workhorse yeah. of this one. So I'll make the social post too. But uh, that's you know. true. That's true. Uh, all right. My first one that I had was Chandler Smith over Sam Mayer. This one was never in doubt. Obviously for me, Chandler Smith started first, finished second in this race, led 10 laps along the way. Now. With all of the strategy that was starting to play out, I was a little bit nervous because Sam Mayer did find his way somewhere toward the front, uh, but of course he didn't stay that way. He finished in 18th position, um, and and again, it was just more of a, that was a lot of strategy. There was a lot of strategy in that Xfinity race. A lot of tires, a lot of stops, uh, 10 cautions, which obviously breeds tons of different strategy calls, uh, tires, no tires, six tires. Uh, four wheel drive tires. Like it was just, it was annoying as all get out to try to keep a, keep a tabs on how bets were doing in this one because it changed by the second. But at the end of it, Chandler Smith capitalized on a, on a good starting position. I'm telling you that 16 car getting fast, getting, 
to where we need to start paying attention to call again uh, that was in the Xfinity. Such a questionable when they pulled him up to do that ride. It was kind of like, is is he re- like is he the guy that should be in this? Is is he ready for this? And he's fucking ready, Rod. Like mm-hmm. he's he's been the best colleague car. I mean, they've had Larson and then Kyle Busch in some of the ten car races. I get that, but he's out raced uh, the number eleven car almost every week. So he's looked very good. Obviously, he's got a victory already, um, and yeah, it's it's been very very good season for Chandler. So this was a good bet for you, like you said. Not really much of a sweat. There were there were times where strategy was kind of playing out, but uh, overall, Chandler was the much much better driver on the day. Indeed. Uh, all right. Then my next one was uh, Sam. Okay, remember that Sammy Smith over Chandler Smith, right? I had Chandler Smith over Sam Mayer, but I have Sammy Smith over Chandler Smith, and that one didn't hit. Obviously, we talked about uh, Sammy's or Chandler Smith rather finishing in second. Uh, Sammy Smith though finishing in fifth. And look for Sammy, he did lead eighteen laps. Like you said, he was looking. Uh, he was looking good in spots. He was looking fast in spots, and you thought for a second that he would be challenging for uh, a top two or even a win uh, but again strategy playing out the way it did uh, but Sammy Smith still an impressive day top five car but uh, not as good as Chandler Smith who was a second place car and really again if Chandler would have if, if somebody would have Sammy would have finished better than Chandler then it still would have made the hierarchy because it would have been uh, Chandler Sammy and Sam Mayer so I mean that would have definitely definitely done it so yeah, uh, man, Sammy Smith. <laughs> just, I love this kid so much. It's just the oh, the finishes aren't always there, and he ends up with a top five, which is fine. But like he he possibly had the fastest car on the day. We didn't get to see it. They had to go to the back because they had the oil leak when they showed up in the morning. John Hunter obviously was in there, you know, poking a hole in the oil pan or something. But just put them behind right from the start, and they just weren't ever able to get there. We saw him race with John Hunter when the strategy, and he was on older tires at that point. Like, I would have loved to see him had the chance, but uh, didn't quite pan out. Something that did pan out, the gifts that the books just keep on giving. Austin Hill, top five, plus 300. I mean, was this really even in question all day long? Uh, he was running good. I guess not. wasn't great at the start, but like you expect, he ends up looking good at the end of the race, puts himself in position. There was a point in time where he could have won this race. The potential was there. Austin Hill gets good finishes. Yet another top 10. Yet another top five. Three to one for his top five odds. Uh, Man, just a gift from Bet365 over there. So thank you to them. Cash is another. Austin Hill's made us a lot of money this year. We've had a lot of bets on Austin Hill. And we're going to continue to hammer Austin Hill every chance we get yeah that 21 car was so good all day long and again it wasn't as if he was going to jockey for the win but he most certainly was going to pull himself up and and finish well so yes a definitely solid third place finish for austin hill (sighs) okay so i must not have lit enough candles I must not have done enough uh, dances or appeased to the gods at all. You, you were about a lap short on your candle burning there, Rob. Uh, because <laughs> Sheldon Creed did not get a top five finish. I am so gutted. So gutted that that two car finished in 21st. That two car was in third place at the end of stage two. Running so well. Running so good. It was just... Ah, uh, so frustrating to actually die, just to watch him die the way he did, man. It was it was so bad, and I thought for sure I was like, man, the curse is broken. The curse is broken, and then the curse is not broken. So unfortunately, Sheldon Creed did not get a top five finish like we had hoped for, not for lack of talent, but for lack of luck. Man, this was just total shit. It was cashing. It was perfect. Ugh, just Sheldon Creed has got the worst luck. It, I, him and and Riley Herbst that they're a one A and one B, but man, it's just something they they can't avoid it for whatever reason. He was almost there. I saw it happening before it happened. Damn Cole Custer! I go, I go don't don't. Oh no! Yeah. And then I thought, oh, he crossed the line, and then I realized that was the white flag, and we were fucked. So. Yep. 
Lots of fun. But, hey, Cole uh, Custer's this, Cole Custer's on my on my naughty list right now. On your shit list. Uh, well, I'm gonna say Cole Custer's name a bunch of times then, since you don't follow my rules on not saying those <laughs> names. Hey, uh, we'll get to that one in a second, buddy. <laughs> we will, and that actually worked out perfectly. Uh huh. How that played out. <laughs> John Hunter Nemechek top three. Again, we talked about it. He was going to be one of, if not the best car on the day. Plus 260. I didn't quite want to go out on the limb for him to win, but I figured he would finish in the top three. He would cash a minus 130. I was willing to take the discount for the more sure thing. Very sure thing it was. Easily hits a top three. Obviously wins the race, but top three at minus 130. Nice, easy bet. Didn't really have to sweat this one, even if he would have lost the race. And one of those last, uh, you know, last restarts still likely would have finished in the top three. So John Hunter, top three. And if Allgaier has a day, this might have looked even better if uh, if he doesn't obviously get the pit penalty and get caught up in the wreck early because he was very fast. And I think probably the only other car that could have straight up beat Justin or uh, beat John Hunter. So uh, ends up cashing. Could have took him to win, I suppose. But uh, that worked out in the next bet anyways. <laughs> It okay, fine. I had the number eleven car as the top three finish. He finished in fourth. Fine, 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 fine. But at twelve to one, you know, I don't care. I still would have done it again. I don't feel bad. I said I hope if you bet this, it doesn't hit. It didn't hit. It was a great call by Rod because he was in the mix and he had a chance. Mm -hmm. Um, But obviously, it, it didn't quite quite work out for him. Uh, one spot short is brutal on a 12 to one. That would have been a very nice hit. We'll see how much longer I keep him on the shit list. If he p- keeps performing well, maybe if he cashes a bet for you, I'll take him off. Still <laughs> mad at him for bowling ball. My entire winning lineup of guys that were in the top five at Atlanta earlier this season, but you know, is what it is. Obviously the big one was the next one that went up. John Hunter Nemechek, Truex to win. Talked about it at that point. I'd already given out Truex on the cup series show. I talked about how much I loved him, how I really felt like it was his weekend. I didn't want to bet John Hunter plus 260. I said that a lot, but this was the way I could get him in there to win this race. He wins, cleans the first line of this, and uh, man, it obviously pans out with Truex today and uh, worth the wait to Monday race. At least I got the whole thing in. Weather didn't become a factor. We didn't have to do wet weather tires, none of that stuff. Ends up being a beautiful day in New Hampshire. They both get the wins. Pays out 30 to one. Beautiful, beautiful day to hit a bet. And Caesars is going to blacklist us because we gave that one out and it hit. So uh, we may not see that one again for a while. So hopefully he got down on that one because, uh, yeah, sorry. Sorry, books. We didn't mean to clean you out on hey, that one. That's what we're here for. <laughs> Amen to that. They'll, uh, they'll survive. <laughs> oh, I think they will. <laughs> they got some of it back for people betting on number 11 to finish in the top three. So. Oh, I hate you for that. Uh, all right. I have the winning card number is odd. Uh, that one didn't hit, so that's all right. I will take it. We'll take it because at two to one, your 30 to one hit was way more covering of that bet than anything. You uh, you, you righted the, the winning car number bet over on the IndyCar bets, though, so uh, you oh, did yeah. hit it there at least. So. I sure did. Rod so got one this weekend. Don't worry. Uh, and then, yeah, winners. I had Sammy Smith plus 800. Again, it was the, the 260 on John Hunter. Didn't want to do it. I figured Sammy would be in the same car. It'd be fast. It was. He was. But we talked about it. Didn't quite get there. Hill at 20 to 1. Auto bet Austin Hill if he's ever over 20 to 1. Probably if he's ever over 15 to 1. Was in position at the end. Things could have went slightly differently. He could have won this race. Um, and then Creed, 25 to 1. 30 to one on the article when the article came out, it had dropped to 25 to one when we recorded. I'm going to bet on Sheldon Creed if his odds are longer than 21 and as well. If he's back up to eight to one, I'm not going to do it because you can't rely on him to get the finish, but he was in position again. It didn't work out just like we told you it wouldn't, but at these types of odds, he's it's going to, I don't know how many times I can keep saying it. It's going to happen eventually, Rod. He's eventually going to do it. Even number 11 won a race. After finishing second 4,000 times before that, Sheldon Creed will win a race someday because he's better than number 11 is. I hope that my favorite Canadian that's not a Canadian from California can get into <laughs> the winner's circle for sure. Speaking of the winner's circle, Justin Allgaier at 4-1. to one. I had him. He finished in sixth, but he did lead 27 laps. He 
pulled the pitch see where he finish, didn't even freaking like, I know he did finish well sixth but place come in and pit Justin come was, in and pit if he pits he was wrecked he was wrecked early in the race I know finished, like I know. ends up being a great day for the circumstances and he cleaned up as far as points go like he won stage one uh he was sixth in stage two but obviously man probably had the fastest car this was a good call by you uh come in just, and pit that's all i'm yeah. saying don't stay out it wasn't worth it it was not yeah. worth it yeah <sighs> things uh things did not not quite go his way uh ryan pointing out that superbook already has odds super shout out to superbook Ryan. yeah man they've got winner odds group matchups and winning manufacturer already posted yes they do the race ended like three hours ago good for them good uh, for them hell yes denny hamlin is a favorite plus 550 martin truex plus or yeah truex co-favorite plus 550 kfb plus 800 larson plus 800 <laughs> Byron plus eight hundred, Chastain ten to one, Bell twelve to one, Reddick twelve to one, Elliott fourteen to one. That's kind of the top of the top of the pecking order. So, be interesting, uh, interesting to see as we get into to breaking that down. But uh, Nick Fortune checking in, loving the shirt, Rod. Thanks. I am too. The Hawaii, brought back the kind of Hawaiian-ish vibes. I guess I yeah. I don't know. I just I felt I felt like I needed a very light shirt today because it is just balls hot out here in California right now. I mean, I walked I could, outside. <laughs> I I think I'm, Nick Fortune is uh, is Justin's friend, right? Yes. He says I need to work on a sweet shirt. Yeah, I don't does. know if you're an Iowa fan too, but uh, uh, I got my Nebraska Husker shirt on. Of course, we played the ad earlier for uh, Justin Miranda's old fashioned football show. Rod, I got approved to uh, cover the race, the IndyCar doubleheader in iowa at so iowa speedway this weekend stoked, bro so stoked. Uh, he says burn the shirt uh, but i'm hoping if it works out i'm going to get a chance to meet our friends justin and miranda in person because i'll be about an hour from where they live so oh, yeah, i'm so jealous we'll see. we're working uh we're trying to figure out exactly when and where but uh hoping that that will be the case so, old uh, fashions will be spilled that is for they sure will be spilled i'll have to wear a husker shirt and uh and rub that in justin's face as well but hey. uh Shout out to Nick, though. Nick hit a pretty good bet, too. Nick hit uh, Brad Keselowski. Uh, what was it? Over over bubble? No, who was it over? Uh, Brad Keselowski. You got to remind me, Nick. Uh, it was Brad Keselowski over... Hold on, I have it, it right here. Did he here. post that one in the Discord? No, no. He actually... It's Brad Keselowski over... Um, oh, my God. He's going to tell me here in a second, but I, I, I totally forgot. Oh, Bubba Wallace. That's, I was, it was Bubba Wallace. Yeah, Brad Keselowski over Bubba Wallace. So good job on that nice. one. Uh, he he had asked me he had asked me what I thought about it, and I was like, "Yep, I ordained i uh, i fully i fully backed this one." So thankfully that one hit for you. So good job, Nick. Yeah, good good hit by you, man. Brad again looked very very good this weekend. So uh, they're definitely they're getting closer. Yep, got, got a little work, but they're getting closer. Yeah, and I I definitely like I said loved me some bread Kozlowski this weekend. Well. Cody, uh, the early look at the lines. I actually want to let's take it. Let's take it just a quick look at these lines then, because I I want to okay. I want to just give our initial reactions. Obviously, we'll dig deeper in the Cup show. Look, looks like it may happen tomorrow if we've got this many odds out already. Yeah, so. I mean, shit. Yeah, if we've already got this many options, it potentially will. So, kind of scrolling through the favorites. I'm not touching Chastain I, at ten to one. I'll tell you that much right now. Yeah, I, I don't know why he's so high. He man, he fucked me in DFS today. He was so. Bad. I was winning six hundred plus dollars on like thirty dollars worth of entries until he fucked it up at the end, and I ended up I ended up like winning seventy two bucks, which was nice, but not ugh, killing me, yeah. killing me, Chastain. Yeah, but that was uh, bad. yeah, so I mean, Truex and Hamlin co-favorites plus 550 i think that's appropriately priced that's how it should be i think you probably pick one of those guys and run with it because they're going to be the best two guys out there most likely i lean the true x way we'll see plus 550 is so short especially with the, the parity in the cup series here lately um larson at plus 800 with the, he's not been that good lately byron at plus 800 he disappointed this week but he's been so good lately it's worth a look. Bell at twelve to one. No. Reddick at twelve to one. one. Probably possibly. Not. I don't know. Elliot, how sad is this? Elliot fourteen to one. Like I'm not really that interested. Like nope. that should be a number you'd want to take on Elliot, but it's not been there lately. Harvick at sixteen to one. I got to look at his Pocono stats. Maybe, but Ford on a big track like that, where you're going to need speed. 
I'm I'm interested in Logano at twenty to one though. That he's yeah. been he's been doing stuff like Logano Logano sneaky. Like I said, we didn't expect him to be in second place yeah. at the end of this race. But looking back, and great call by you on the bet. But looking back, like this that track style he's so good at. Look at Phoenix last yeah. year. Like yeah. so maybe we should have expected it more. I mean, you did, but I don't know. Well, Suarez at thirty. Why is Gibbs up to thirty to one? I love Gibbs, but he did not look good at that's all. That's pretty short. So, I mean, he looked good for a while. He's passing so many freaking cars. Yeah, but here's the thing about he kept what he did. Well, because he Chris kept making Busher's himself sixty to one. Gibbs won here before. Gibbs kept putting himself into positions that were bad. He was not. He was not being smart yeah. about it. So uh, he's a rookie. I know, but that's again. He's <laughs> right, a rookie. No, you're right. It's yeah. No. Uh, Busher sixty to one. He has one here before. It was a it was a fog shortened race, but uh, hey, uh, Dylan is eighty to one. I mean, when his teammate is eight to one, that's kind of you got to at least like look right. I guess uh, Briscoe is 30, three three hundred to one. Three hundred to one. <laughs> that's hilarious. So obviously the books are going to price him appropriately this week, which is too bad. I was hoping we would get him. Uh, like in some good matchups this week, so we could fade him, but I don't think that's going to be the case. Yep. Uh, these groups. You get Joey Logano over Reddick, Harvick, and Blaney plus three twenty. Yeah, that might be worth a look. If I would you're, take if you're that high one. on Logano. Yep, I would take that one for sure. Uh, these other groups. Would you take Man. Eric Almarola over Stenhouse, Jones, and Haley? Not over Stenhouse, no. Uh, over and Jones and Haley, I might, but especially Ford. This track is so big and wide open. Like, I feel like Fords are going to struggle again because they're going to need speed. And I don't, I'm not convinced that the speed is there on. I mean, I, Blaney won Coke 600, right? So they had speed there, but I'm not completely sold on their speed yet. McDowell wow. in that last, in Group F over Priest, Briscoe, and Sindrick. I would take McDowell plus 265. Seems interesting, but. Obviously, we'll dig into them more. Uh, we're just giving the initial reactions to them yeah. now. We'll give you more. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for pointing that out, Rye. That's, yeah, uh, good call. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Well, then let's put New Hampshire behind us, and uh, we'll take one more. Nick Fortune says, enjoy the Iowa Speedway. Cody, that has been a few times, but he prefers to go to Na uh, Knoxville for the dirt track. And, yeah, you've been to Knoxville a few times, right, Cody? Yeah, I've been to both. I've been to. It's been a long time since I've been to Iowa been a long time since i've been to an indycar race in person probably a good 15 20 years ago at this point almost uh but i've been to both excited to go back i think they what do they call iowa speedway the fastest short track in the world or something it's it's a great track i think it's like a three-quarter mile it's gonna be a lot of fun if odds come out rod i've heard there's gonna be a special edition of the f1 gambling podcast this week covering only indycars so definitely check that out um but yeah i'm excited it's gonna be a lot of fun i'm I was glad that went through and got approved, and uh, yeah, it's gonna be gonna be fun to be uh, boots on the ground for the IndyCar race. Our buddy uh, Gindy, he's gonna be covering the Pocono race for us in person, so I think we're gonna have him on the show at some point this week to uh, talk that and talk about his trip out there. So that's gonna be fun. So uh, yeah, make sure you're following us at NASCAR Gambling at F1 Gambling Pod. We'll have uh, plenty of. Plenty of in-person action for you this week on the socials. We've got every corner of the market pretty much covered this weekend. Can't wait for that to happen. So, Man. all right. Oh, oh, I know you're trying to. I know you're trying to get us out of here. But <laughs> think about the racing we have this week, Rod. SRX on Thursday. We have the Truck Series, the Xfinity Series, the Cup Series, IndyCar, Indeed. and F1. A full fucking slate coming off of hitting a thirty to one, a seven to one, a couple three hundred to ones. Oh, let's fucking go. I'm so excited. Hey, I know that they say that then nothing happens in the football offseason. Well, they're wrong. Everything yeah, all these happens. People, oh, this is the only day of the year where there's no major sports. Like, turn on some fucking racing and catch some bets. What are you doing? This is the perfect time. There's nothing else going on. We don't have football to distract us. We don't have anything else. Focus on six races we can bet on this weekend. We're going to cover every one of them. It's going to be a lot of fun. So then, so uh, Sunday morning, I was like, ah, the cup, the cup race gets rained out. Kids go, oh, okay. So what are you gonna do? I said, I'm gonna watch Indy. <laughs> watch <laughs> it's the like, Indy car race. <laughs> duh. Like, is there? Yeah, what do you? Well, yeah, I'm gonna watch the other one. Yeah, yeah the, the cup race is dead, but the Indy car race is still going. Like, duh. Yeah. Of course, that's well, what kind of works do. out perfect. Now we get a race on Sunday and Monday. <laughs> I know. I love it. 
But uh, all right, well, let's go ahead and release everybody from uh, from this episode and get them ready for the cup episode, which huh, we're going to do it tomorrow. And then, of course, like you said, F1 will happen uh, again this week and then a, another F1 episode for Indy. <sighs> so much, man. Maybe we do need to just Infinity get a truck, separate SRX BFS. episode. <laughs> and underdog uh, and everything. Yeah, underdog. Yeah, we got, we got a loaded week for you. So come Oof. back. Yeah. For now, uh, follow us on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at Husker underscore Zeb. Follow the show as well at NASCAR Gambling. Give the F1 Gambling Pod a, a follow as well at F1 Pod. Um, I'll be tweeting from all three of those accounts this weekend. And uh, we'll have stuff from Gindy over there as well. going to be a fun time. And, uh, man, this was a great one. This felt good. Love hitting all these bets. Time to look forward. Time to move on. Let's uh, come back tomorrow and start getting those bets in for Pocono, for Iowa for hung- hungry and uh, make some more money. We may have to rethink our branding and just the motorsports gambling podcast or something. I don't know. But anyways, for now, it is the NASCAR gambling podcast and we're happy that you joined us. Follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Link in the bio to everything I got going on. Whether it's here, whether it's in between media, I'll be on the back road again with Seth and Elliot this week to break down Pocono. And then, of course, check out my new show on For Frequency's Sake as well. It's called Fast Money. Give you some quick hitter bets that I like for the week. It's uh, on their For Frequency's Sake YouTube channel. It'll be there again this weekend with all these races. Tons of bets to make. So follow me there as well. Till then, until tomorrow, we'll see you for Cup Series. Let's go racing and let it ride. Oh,